Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. I was born ready. Who's scruffy looking? Rich all night! Come with me if you want to live. Walk drive, Mr. Scott. No. I am the father. Bond. James Bond. You gotta be a man to wear tights. I see in your eyes the same fear that would take the heart of me. I have rousted with an alligator. I don't tussle with a whale. I don't handcuff lightning, those thunder and One small step for man. One giant leap for mankind. Some Scotland. This is Sparta. Are you not? Go ahead. Make my day. Welcome to the Grit Podcast. I'm Michael Stuckey. And I'm Tyler. And we are live at Comic-Con right now. <laughs> no joke. Man, it is uh, it is crowded and it is. we've been in line all day. <laughs> we actually, just a couple hours ago, we got out of the uh, press-only screening of The Dark Knight Rises. And wow. I mean, Nolan's decision to have Bruce Wayne come out was just... So brave. And to have him get with wait, wait, Alfred, wait, wait. no less. Okay, spoilers. Spoiler alert. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Spoilers. But, man. Oh, man. That kiss with him and Alfred was so tender. Just, I was crying. Like, I won't lie. I was crying. It was good. <laughs> That's, it's amazing because, uh, you know, I spent all day in class and then still went to San Diego. <laughs> yeah. Flights these days. Like. Who knew how quick they were getting? See, I thought they, I thought they'd gotten rid of the Concord, but uh... <laughs> it goes from Auburn, Alabama to San Diego now. <laughs> Little lesser known route, but it's there if you yeah. ask to travel. It lets you off right at the door. Yeah, awesome. So, um, well, welcome to the Grit. Uh, it's been a little while since we talked to you guys. Um, I apologize. I uh, had a little preoccupation with my schoolwork. Um, I. I have to graduate, so um, yeah, it's a little important. Um, Tyler, what you drinking today, man? Uh, I had a Miller High Life, just going with a <laughs> going with a simple beer, but I already drank it, so I might get angry during the remainder you want, of the. You want to take a break? <laughs> Another one? No, it's okay. <laughs> I can uh, I can can handle the the ship here. I'll live. Okay, I uh, I actually drank one of our um, one of our homebrews earlier. Oh yeah. Bull Miss Brewery's uh, an IPA. It was great. Good stuff. I, uh, I marinated my pork chops in it a little bit, too. That oh, was, yeah? That was a good choice. Yep. Um, right now, I'm drinking a uh, Ranger IPA. Oh, yeah. It's good. I like Ranger. It's good stuff, man. Well, I had it like once, though, but I liked it that one time. Yeah. I like most IPAs, and that's a good one. Quiz quick. IPA stands for what? Um. Oh, never mind. I was gonna go. They're funny. <laughs> no, it's Indian Pale Ale. Nice. There were too many, too many possibilities that overwhelmed me. Yes. <laughs> System meltdown now. Yeah, four or four. Yep. Uh. Okay. So you drinking, drinking beer as always. What you reading these days? I am reading the Republic. By Plato, and it's Ooh. it's challenging to say the least. 
let me uh let me just preface this to all you listeners uh tyler's reading this on his free time yeah <laughs> which is kind of he is an stupid. english major though so yeah i applaud you i just i like i like reading i like challenging myself yeah. i guess yeah. i found some i <clears throat> i love looking at lists of like 100 best novels or 100 best books for men to read or whatever and i like kind of going through and checking stuff off even if they're not always the most enjoyable experiences. Um, by doing that, I've also discovered some pretty awesome books that I probably wouldn't have read on my own anyway. So I kind of try to stick to that. Every other book, I try to read something off one of those lists. Right. And that's where the Republic is coming from. Well, I'm proud of you, man. That's uh, you, uh, you read more than for the rest of us. Yeah. Um, I try. I did just reread the Hobbit. Oh yeah. Uh, I'll probably read it a couple more times before December. Yeah, I'm waiting till closer to the movie. I watched it. I keep watching the trailer, and I'm just like, "Oh, it's awesome!" Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's great. I'm excited. Uh, you know, Evangeline Lilly is in it. Really, Kate from Lost. Who she play? She plays L'Oreal, a uh, a lady elf from Mirkwood. Ah, she's so short for an elf, though. She should, it looks like she should be a Hobbit lady. Well. You know they, they do. They are the experts in perspective cinematography. Yeah, is she still dating uh, Charlie, aka Mary? I don't know. I didn't realize that was. Yeah, I know a few years ago they were because I remember like when I was yeah. watching Lost. That it, I don't know because I'm watching Lost now. Yeah, <laughs> so. they might they might have broken up. I don't know. Okay. Um. Cool man. Uh. What do you what do you what do you watch these days? Well, I'm still working my way through Twilight Zone. Uh, I just finished season one of Downton Abbey, really good show. I got Demon to watch it, and then of course, yesterday was the season five premiere of Breaking Bad, which Ugh. yeah was awesome, but also really frustrating because this is the first season I've watched live. Like, yeah, yeah. Every other season I've watched on Netflix, you, like. I mean, I'm used to sitting down and being able to watch like as many episodes as I want. Yeah. Um, you know, given the like how much time I have right then, but uh, yeah. If you haven't watched Breaking Bad, it is like the most incredible TV show on television today, Jim. Um, season four, the finale, the most incredible death on TV I've ever seen. Maybe even movies. That's a little spoilerish. A little spoilers, but I'm just saying you, get, you got I, you know, you got to watch it. It's definitely good. It's completely worth your time. And if you think that like season one is kind of boring or kind of slow, I promise you that'll change because it's the only TV show I've ever watched where every season has gotten better and better. Like I keep thinking, like as I was watching it, I kept thinking they were gonna have a down season because other TV shows that I love. You know, most shows do that. They have a couple weird seasons or whatever, but like it is the only show where I can say that every season gets better and the stakes get higher and it just gets crazier and descends into chaos and it's just awesome. Well, they know that they got to end it this season. So, yeah. I mean, my hat's off to the writers and the producers and Vince Gilligan. Like, you know, they had a plan, it seems, and they're sticking to it. And yeah. you're not gonna just appease the fans by giving them more. He you know? 
he is doing what the lost creators claimed to be doing all along when they said they had a plan and everybody realized it was BS. <laughs> Vince Gilligan obviously really did have everything planned out and he knew exactly what he wanted to do and when he wanted to do it. And that's why he's ending it now. Cause he knows that his story is almost been told and he's ready to move on. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's awesome because of it. Yep. So, um, that's what I was going to say is breaking bad. Cause I, I just recently caught up on the fourth season. Yeah. Uh, and watched the first episode of the fifth season the other night. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what are we talking about tonight, Tyler? We are talking about Robin, Batman's sidekick. Kind of a weird <laughs> choice to not talk about Batman, but we're both pretty big Robin fans. <laughs> Ducky's actually got the little R as a tattoo on his lower back, and we just figure, you know... No, it's right there on my left back. Where, oh, yeah. Where the insignia I get is. the two area confused, but you know... Ain't in my inner thigh. <laughs> he's got a lot of R's. <laughs> Everybody's well, talking about I Batman. Bird, this I have week. a bird. I have a Robin on the end. Oh, okay. The, the R is on the Oh, God. <laughs> Too much. Moving on. Oh, shoot. Um, Actually, we're uh, talking about some comic book heroes with a special emphasis on uh, on the Dark Knight himself. The big guy. So, uh, what do you think? I think we should talk about some other characters some um, before we get into the big guy. Cause, okay. Because, you know. Dark Knight comes out this Friday, the twentieth, the end of the trilogy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Speaking of like, have a hard time. Vince Gilligan knowing, like, having his story and knowing it's up and ending. That's like the same could be said about Christopher Nolan. Like, this is it. Like, I mean, obviously there will always be Batman movies, but he's not going to make another one. Yeah. Christian Bale won't be another one. Like this is it. This is the end of this era of Batman as yep. we know it. He he knows that he's got to like step down. Yeah. once this is done. He's not going to keep it going and let let it turn into like what the Superman franchise became or you know any any, any number well, of even Superman. the Batman franchise before he touched it. Yeah, no. true. Um. Okay, so let's. How about we say this? It's ironic that we're talking about Batman because if I could, if you could tell me like who's who's my favorite superhero, who's the best superhero in your opinion, uh-huh. I would say Batman. Like nine times, ten times out of ten, yeah. Like you, you can put him up against a lot of people, and I, let's talk about DC and Marvel universes. You know, um, Batman still just got this like incredible origin story and this like mystery and darkness that yeah really defines the character and makes him so much cooler than you know say like i mean superman superman's got like superman sucks incredible he's got incredible powers but he has all the powers he, that's exactly. why he's boring <laughs> um, it's not fun watching a guy who can stop bullets and trains and turn the earth backwards and go back in time it's just how many stories can you write about a guy like that it's just it's not entertaining, but a human that defies, you know, laws of physics and and just has an incredible, incredible ingenuity and like a world's a greatest great detective. Mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I there's just something to be said about that. So, <sighs> all right, Batman is my number one. Let's yeah. talk about some lesser. Heroes. Okay. 
Are we sticking just in DC or are we doing everybody? I think we should do everybody. Um, honestly, I really don't like anybody in DC except Batman. They, they, they have this. They all pretty much have the Superman problem, where they're all just like super powerful and kind of boring. I mean, Wonder Woman's boring as hell, and I mean the Flash. Well, I, I like the Flash, okay, but still, he uh, just runs uh, super fast. Like she did so well, Lois. I mean. Not Lois Lane. Um, Wonder Woman did so well because she was like the first, like, woman independent. Well, yeah, like, that's like the big play. advantage that like all the DC heroes had is that they were the, the first. first. I mean, I don't, I don't know the timeline exactly, but I'm pretty sure the majority of them came out before Marvel. Oh, they did absolutely. And so that was really, I mean, kids would read anything back then. If you've ever read uh, the Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay, it's a fiction book, but it's grounded in like the history of comic books back in the thirties and forties. And, um, it'll, even though like the characters are fictional and the superhero they create is fictional, everything else is very much true to life. And you realize just how like back then the idea of a superhero was so crazy and unheard of. And there was just this huge bubble where kids would read anything, like anything that had anything to do with people with special powers, they wanted to read. It didn't matter if they were like all just ripoffs of Superman, which the majority of them were at the time. Like they just wanted to read anything like that. And that's how a lot of DC characters did so well is because they were the first and kids wanted to read anything. But then like in today's day and time, they kind of seem outdated and kind of dull and one dimensional. And I mean, there's just only so much you can do with Superman and that's why they've tried everything with like killing him, even though they didn't really kill him and making him Russian in an alternate timeline and just all kinds of stuff all over the place, trying to make him interesting. And it, I don't know, to me, it doesn't really seem to work. Yeah. Well, I agree. DC is kind of, they put too much into each character. So let's talk about some Marvel guys. Like I, I feel like they've got like, a very good recipe for the, you know, the, each character's kind of got their own strengths that complement each other yeah. instead of they're incredibly strong themselves. Well, Marvel has always been a lot more team-based. I mean, obviously, the Avengers just uh-huh. came out and destroyed the box office. And then you have the X-Men. You have the Fantastic Four, who I think might have been, like, the first superhero team to be written. I'm not positive on that. Um, and then there's all sorts of like secondary characters and yeah, in DC you have the justice league, but I don't know. I don't know how long that was around prior to the Avengers or after the Avengers or how that worked, but that's pretty much the only team they've got. Whereas Marvel has a lot of different teams. I know. Um, I'm a big fan of the X-Men. I am too. It's, it's, it's a very cool concept. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm. I'm. I really like Wolverine. Yeah, uh, he's, he's such a go-to, but he literally is like the coolest. Yeah, I liked him, and I always really liked um, Colossus, the Russian guy who could yeah. turn into metal. I always yeah. thought he was really cool. Yeah. The cool thing about the X Men was that they weren't just comic book characters. They were like sort of a social commentary on like racism and segregation and all that. Definitely. Mutants were supposed to be black people and 
Professor X was supposed to be Martin Luther King. Magneto was supposed to be Malcolm X. That's kind of funny the way the X's got crossed there. But uh, it, I, I think that just adds like a whole other level to it. It makes it so much cooler that instead of just like super people beating up each other, it's like trying to actually accomplish something real and trying to make a commentary on society and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Definitely. Um, so who's your favorite? You just said Wolverine and X in uh, Colossus. Um, well, non X Men, I always love the Hulk. Yes, and I like Human Torch. Um, even though it's hard to like him after that terrible movie, after both terrible movies. Ugh. and I really, I really have a hard time watching Captain America because of Chris Evans. Yeah, it is weird. He's the only person who gets to be two Marvel superheroes. I, he must be uh, friendly with a producer or something. I don't know. Well, I I still think he was really good for Captain America. I thought he filled the role really well. I don't know. As I far just, as Human Torch, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> the whole movie was bad, but I don't know. Um, I want to talk about Spider Man. Yeah, I love Spider Man. Uh, just went and saw the Amazing Spider Man, the the new reboot. Yeah, they didn't want to call it a reboot, but it is. Yeah, it's definitely a reboot. It's definitely a reboot. Um, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I I'm just a huge fan of Andrew Garfield. He he he's an incredible actor. Apparent, you know. First of all, yeah. Uh, he's. Eduardo in the social network and he just does a, a great job. Um, you know, you feel a lot of sympathy for him. Um, but in, he, he's a different kind of Spider-Man. He, mm-hmm. Um, he's not so much the, the really nerdy guy. I mean, he's just kind of like not popular. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know. He, he's funny. Yeah. That was the big thing. People complained about Toby Maguire was that, he wasn't like cracking the terrible jokes while he's fighting criminals, and he wasn't a, a wiseacre, you know, mm-hmm. taking people off because of his sense of humor. He was just super like mopey and <laughs> just kind of depressed all the time. Yeah. And he was smart, but like not not as smart as Spider Man usually is. Because he's, I mean, he's pretty smart in the comic book. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tobey Maguire was just more of like a weirdo who. Well, didn't have any friends. Yeah, well, in Amazing Spider-Man, they they portray him as like he's a genius. I mean, he, he yeah. knows you know way beyond his his school, yeah. his grade level. But uh, um, I don't know, man. You you need to go see it. Yeah, Tyler's a little skeptical because he's he's a fan of the. I just the original trilogy. I'm sure it's good, and I've heard it's good, but. Most of the reviews I've read have been kind of lukewarm, just kind of in the vein of like, yeah, it's good, but that's like all you can say about it. Like it doesn't, it's not on the level of like Batman Begins as far as rebooting the franchise because like the previous Spider-Man franchise wasn't in nearly as bad a shape as Batman was after Batman Forever and Batman and Robin, but still it was just, it's just so soon and they just from what i've heard like they don't really change a ton like they do make changes but then there's still a lot of the same scenes of him like swinging through buildings and like 
side by side, you might not even be able to tell the difference between the two movies. And I've heard a lot of bad stuff about the bad guy or just weird stuff that he looks like. I didn't mind it. It looks like Voldemort because he doesn't have a nose. It's just flat face. Yeah. Um, Emma Stone plays Gwen Stacy. Yeah. And she's a, she's great. Yeah. She's funny and cute. I mean, see, I can deal with, package. I can deal with that. I can deal with the fact that they made it Gwen Stacy instead of Mary Jane. It's weird seeing like Martin Sheen be Uncle Ben or Sally Fields being May. It's like, it's just weird seeing other actors yeah. playing the same characters. Like, I'm fine with sure. them completely redoing and like, you know, having Gwen Stacy and her dad, you know, obviously they don't have like Norman Osborn, Osborn, even though Dr. Connors was in the other movies, he had such a small role that, you know, again, who really cares if he's been recast, but some of the more major ones, it is strange. Yeah. Seeing someone else play them. Um, <laughs> I overheard somebody talking at the theater. I, it's, it's been a while back, like when the trailer first came out and mm-hmm. they were complaining and they said, uh, this is stupid. Mary Jane's not blonde. And I, I was like, it's because it's not Mary Jane. Yeah. He, they didn't know. They didn't know the side of the Spider-Man story. Um, Mary Jane has always been so prevalent and, yeah. you know, the main girl, but yeah. Um, Gwen Stacy is, is there in the comics and she's the first, the first love. It was like a love triangle for a while. Yeah. A little bit. Um, they wanted to make it like, Archie, Betty, and Veronica. That's what I heard. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Stanley. I don't know. <laughs> I guess he probably drew Archie's the inspiration for Spider Man. <laughs> well, he just after he had Spider Man, he wanted to create that kind of love triangle. Yeah. Except they didn't kill Betty and Archie. Spoiler yeah. alert: Gwen Stacy will die eventually. Yeah. If you know anything about the comics, you know that's coming. Dun dun dun. Um. So go see the movie if you haven't. It's it's really good. I I enjoyed it. I was gonna say, I I think the biggest reason they just rebooted it so soon was because Sony has the rights to yeah. Spider Man, and they didn't want to relinquish the rights, so they had to make another. They movie. had to make another movie. Yeah, um, that's what it really comes down to. Which is so stupid in the long scheme of things, and they they really should let go of it and give it to Marvel because Marvel has just done an incredible job with all of his characters mm-hmm. since they started their own production company. Yeah. Um, really since Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Avengers was incredible. So, yeah. um, all right. We want to talk about anybody else. Uh, some honorable mentions. I'm a big fan of Thor. Yeah. Thor is awesome. Man. Yeah. The whole Avengers, obviously they're all yeah. great. We've Except talked- Hawkeye, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and we've talked a bunch about them, so we'll we'll kind of yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, no, I can't really think of. You're an Aquaman fan, aren't you? Oh, please, <laughs> Aquaman. That's DC's either got unbelievable, powerful demigods, or they have Aquaman, who's just or like in the same vein would be Hawkman. His power is wings, like he can fly, which is what all the other superheroes get, like standard, like. It's like it's like power windows for superheroes. Exactly. Like they just come with flight, and it's like that's his power. He can fly. He's not even smart enough to twenty miles an hour with his wings. To, yeah, to fly with. <laughs> yeah, everybody else can just fly without gigantic wings holding them back, and just 
What a stupid superhero. Whoever thought of, thought of him probably should have been fired. Because I don't think anybody claims to be a Hawkman fan. Yeah. And reads his comics. <laughs> um, okay. You want to talk about the big guy? The big guy? Uh, the thing? No, it's not no. Batman. Yeah. I figured. Yeah, we can talk about Batman. Let's take a break. And uh, we'll come back and talk about Batman. <laughs> And we're back. Oh, Don't make that a thing now. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's not going to be a thing. I uh, that's Jimmy Fallon's. Yeah, all the way. Um, so Batman, the Cape Crusader, Dark Knight, the world's greatest detective, the Bat, the Scourge of Gotham. <laughs> He's got some good nicknames. Yeah, he really does. Thinks up a lot of them. Um, Bruce Wayne. This is, that's a cool alter ego too. Yeah, like, this is just a cool name. And he's uh, it's two first names. <laughs> Usually reserved for white trash. Yeah, but uh, in this case, he's he's like upper class as you can get. Yeah. So, um, all right. So let's talk about a little bit of the comics first, and we're gonna go into movies. Okay. And build our way up to Dark Knight Rises. So, um, Batman was introduced in like the 1930s. Yeah. Uh, he's always been an incredible, um, he, he's had an incredible or, origin story and, uh, they, I guess after like the golden age or the silver age, what was first golden age? I mean, after the golden age, they had, they kind of went back, DC went back and they decided to rewrite the origin stories for a bunch of comics. Yeah. And, um, so they wrote like green lantern and Superman and, um, wonder woman and the flash, all these characters. And, um, when they got to Batman, there really wasn't much they wanted to change. Yeah. Like he, he already had like this incredible dark past, this, um, dark passenger Mm -hmm. that, you know, that, fed his um creative amb- process his creative process and his ambition to be you know batman yeah. um and so like in the 80s they they rewrote some and frank miller got his hands on the batman story and he wrote batman year one yeah um and myself and tyler both have read this recently and uh oh you want to talk about it? like what you think about it um it was good uh it's interesting reading it now after having seen Christopher Nolan's movies because especially Batman Begins borrows a good amount of stuff from this comic. Um, so it was very recognizable, but it's still a really well-written comic book. 
or graphic novel, I guess you'd call yeah, it in this yeah. case. And it is a really interesting take on the origin. Although it's really not that different. I mean, you really can't change Batman's origin that much. Like how, like where his pain comes from and how he became Batman. Like there's really not a lot of wiggle room. Like he's kind of, I'd say like him, Superman and Spider-Man are all kind of set in stone and maybe the Hulk. Like you really can't change it up that much with how they got to be the way they are. Like nobody really messes with it. The biggest difference is the only thing they mess with with like Spider-Man is, was it a radioactive spider or was it a genetically engineered spider? Like other than that, they never really change much. Yeah, and those are minor things. But yeah, I, I'm glad you said that about uh, Christopher Nolan's films drawing from this comic because, um, that's that's really like my favorite part about it because, and we'll talk about this in a second, but those movies have really changed the the scene this the um you know the whole image of batman yeah in film but yeah. uh i don't know i i've just they're they're easy to read and they're very interesting and um it's a cool take so if you if you have not gotten into comics and um you know like we're we're talking about a bunch of comic heroes right now so don't just go watch the movies you know look into them and Read about them a bit. They're, it's interesting. Yeah. Learn where they came from. Um, okay, so that's year one. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Which is kind of a... Frank Miller also wrote this one, and he came back a couple of years later and decided to write the the ending story for Batman. And mm-hmm. it's, it's when he's, you know, aged to... To ripeness. I mean, he is, yeah. he's, he's gray, um, but he's still like a beast. Like he, he could rip your hands off with his bare hands. Yeah. Heads off. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> he can rip um, something off. Yeah. Whatever he chooses. Um, it's interesting. And, uh, it's got, it's got Robin in it. Really? Yeah. Most serious stuff tries to stay away from Robin. Well, it was, it was interesting. Um, because uh, cause Robin kind of saves the day a couple times, and hmm. it's uh, I won't I won't tell you the twist because it's interesting. I think I already know it. Um, I've read about it before. So go read Dark Knight Returns. He's also written another a third one that I have not read yet, but it's Dark Knight Rises. Oh, um, I haven't heard of that one. I believe that's what it's called. I don't know. It's it, it's probably not the best of the three, but um. Yeah. Dark Knight Rises deals with it, it's got like it's got the Joker in it. It's got it's got the Joker. It's got Superman. Hmm. I won't tell you anything else. Go read it. Yeah. Um, but the comics are great. Graphic novels are awesome. And from what I've read, the graphic novels for Batman are some of the like they're they're some of the best of the graphic novel genre. Um. Especially for all the other major superheroes, yeah, that there's really not a a, a big origin story or or a, or a great novel type story that that matches. Yes. Yeah. Well, with a character like Batman, it, I think it's a lot easier to write something serious just yeah. because he's human, doesn't have any powers, his life is so dark, like he's not upbeat at all, and you just you couldn't do that with you know Superman. 
because like as we've mentioned what do you what do you say was superman's origin story i mean smallville tried to do it and <laughs> I, they, they drug that out yeah and it just turned into every week here's a new weird person that he can fight and you can watch scenes of somebody stabbing him in slow motion and the knife breaks into a million pieces. Like, it was just boring. I I, I used to watch it and thought it was cool, but then it just got really dull. Yeah, yeah. And you can't, I mean, you're going to write a serious story about The Flash, the guy who runs really fast in red spandex and has a bunch of smart out comics to make, comments to make. Like, it just, it doesn't work for anybody. I mean, I guess the X-Men, it works pretty well for them, but... Really, Batman is definitely the best if you're looking for something serious and dark definitely. and gritty and all that. Mm, like that word, yeah, gritty. <laughs> I didn't even think about it. Stay gritty. Yeah. Um. So, Batman has to be. I, I think Batman was one, really one of the first that kind of hit, you know, moving pictures, TV, and film. Really? Um. Well, there's the Adam West TV show. Yeah. Did you ever watch that? Uh no, I've I've only ever seen like clips online. Yeah, me too. Of, like some of the like cheesiest the shark parts. repellent. Shark so repellent. I like the fun. dance scenes and of course all the pow zoom bop mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It's uh it's very corny, but I'm a big Adam West fan. I think he's hilarious. Yeah. Uh you know, but, he's very uh, self aware, <laughs> which makes him a lot funnier. He knows. He knows. He doesn't try to pretend to be something he's not. Mm-hmm. Um so, but that's not how we think of Batman. You yeah. know, like, Batman to us is like Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah. Um, I remember, like, some of the earliest nightmares I ever had was was of Batman. Really? It's weird. Um, huh. Well, you know, in, in, in Batman, the first one, uh-huh. Tim Burton's, um, Batman chases the Joker... And he falls into the the big vat of, you know, of ooze, and he yeah. turns into the Joker. Yeah. Well, um, first my nightmare was Batman was chasing me, mm-hmm. and I fell, but I wasn't the Joker. It was just me. What'd you do wrong? <laughs> I don't know, but it, I that's that's all I can remember of it. It was very early in my my childhood, but yeah, it was it's funny to to reminisce about it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but. But yeah, I mean, those were made. I think I think Batman came out in like '89. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, so we were alive, but it was a couple years later till we could remember. I actually didn't see it until last year. Really? Yeah, and I gotta say, like seeing, I I, I haven't watched the second one, although I've seen bits and pieces. Watching it after seeing The Dark Knight. It it's not good. I mean, Jack Nicholson's a great actor, but his Joker is not even in the same arena as Heath Ledger's. And I'm sure at the time the movie was, I mean, well, I know that at the time everybody freaked out about it and it was like so good because obviously compared next to Adam West and it is a lot better, but it's just so campy now. And yeah. I mean, Michael Douglas is a good Bruce Wayne. He's a good Batman. Uh, Yeah, Michael Keaton. He's a good Bruce Wayne, but, I mean, the whole thing with, like, the car has to shoot a grapple hook to turn, and, like, there's that (laughs) weird, like... driving up the the building? Ah, maybe. Was that in that one? I don't think so. 
He drives up. He shoots a grappling hook and drives yeah. up a building. The Joker has like a rap song that he like sings. It's like a Prince song or something. And he's wearing like <laughs> he's wearing like purple parachute pants and like a beret. It's just it's very. It yeah. shows its age, and it's yeah. still a good movie, but it's it doesn't age well. Whereas Christopher Nolan's movies will. I yeah. think they'll be timeless. You know, somebody. I, I remember when Dark Knight came out. Um, people were trying to compare the, the the Jokers, yeah, Jack Nicholson versus Heath Ledger, and, and everybody was like, "Well, I'm I'm a classic critic, and uh, Jack Nicholson is just he really defined the character, and blah blah blah." And yeah, you know, to me, I like Heath Ledger. Not okay. Do you remember before the film, and you're thinking? They got who to play the Joker? Yeah. Heath Ledger, the guy from A Knight's Tale. I mean, yeah, you liked the guy, but well, he's like someone that your mom and sister would be happy to find out he's yeah. in the movie because they love him. But you're thinking, like, really? He, he's just not. That's not who I would have picked. Yeah, and uh, but golly, were we surprised? And when yeah. we like our our opinions were completely changed. Yeah, and um. But that's just not how Jack Nicholson is. He he's a great actor, but he was he, just being Jack Nicholson. He was being himself. Yeah, that's, like, that's all he did. Like, yeah, he did. And he's a great actor, but it, he did nothing that he doesn't do in like every other movie where he mugs it for the camera and he does like he does his little uh his yeah little voice and makes his little voices smile. and like yeah. does his like randomly sings and dances around like it's just the same as everything else. Whereas you watch. The Dark Knight, and like you wouldn't believe if you if you went into it completely with no previous opinions or not knowing anything, and somebody said like that's the guy from Ten Things I Hate About You, <laughs> you'd be like, shut up. There's no way, no way. Like that guy from romantic comedies. That's okay, whatever. Yeah. But I mean, he does that good, and it killed him, which is that's I was about I mean, to that, say that, that kind of like, adds. There's to no, it. there's no comparison when when that kind of role puts you through such a psychological ordeal that he couldn't sleep. And so he overdosed on his medication yeah, and he died. I mean, it's tragic obviously, but it's, it's still horrible, but it speaks to the performance. Oh man. I don't know. It, exactly. It, he would have gotten the Oscar regardless if yeah. he was still alive, you know, but, um, yeah. So that's, that's Jack Nicholson. Um, the Michael Keaton movie, I mean, uh, yeah, the Michael Keaton Batman movies were, they were good. Um, Batman Returns, I like that one as well. It's a little, it's, it's way more Tim Burton-y. Yeah. Um, cause like, it's got, well, yeah, Danny, cause the penguin is like Danny his dream DeVito's come true. Is, is, uh, is the penguin and, and the giant duck and yeah, yeah. And uh, Christopher Walken's in it yeah. as well. And Lando is Harvey Dent. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> they, which is um, only kind of a cameo because they really don't do anything with Two-Face. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's Two-Face and Dark Knight was also... I, I'm sorry. We just keep jumping into the new ones because they're just like such a game changer. Yeah, they really were. Uh, I will say that... okay. We've talked about some Tim Burton movies, uh, the Joel Schumacher films, which are the the next era. Yeah. Um, Val Kilmer in Batman Forever mm-hmm. with Jim Carrey, Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. 
Jim Carrey was at the height of his career. I mean, this was like yeah. his his decade, the nineties. Yeah. And Tommy Lee Jones is just a badass always. Yeah. So they're they're teaming up as the Riddler and Two Face. And uh I don't know, this was very it was very comic y Two Face. I mean Yeah. Uh, the, Tommy Lee Jones did a great job. The suits but, that were like split yeah. and the purple face. <laughs> and he had like the angel and the the he had two girls. One was like very angelic, and one yeah. was like a Satan worshiper. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. It, it's it's fun. Um, yeah, but then compare that to Mister Freeze, who every other word was "ice to see you" ice and to like see you, yeah. chill. Like then you realize that how like toned down Two Face was in comparison. I mean, that mm-hmm. character was just an abomination. Like, I mean, even in his freaking. Hideout, which was an old ice cream store called like Mr. Frosty's or something like that. Really? They couldn't, the cops couldn't find him? Yeah. <laughs> All of his henchmen dressed like hockey players. And on the TV was playing that, uh, that song from that Christmas special, uh, I'm Mr. White Christmas or whatever. You know what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah. I can't, I think it was like Year Without a Santa Claus or something. Like, no, we get it. Point. He's Mr. Freeze. Good God. Move on. We understand. He's cold. It was ridiculous. And um, Uma Thurman is not attractive enough to be Poison Ivy. I mean, I guess she did okay. I've never been a huge fan of her. If they made that movie today, I would suggest Scarlett Johansson because she could play that part. But <laughs> at the, even, as, See, even at the time, I was like, eh, she's not I, I liked Uma Thurman then. Yeah, I'm, I still, I'm, I'm still never like liked her. She's still attractive. I liked her in The Producers. She was attractive in that for some reason. But everything else, I've never really okay. been okay. a huge fan. Well, I don't know. That that one was the worst, Batman and Robin. Yeah. Um, I'm I weirdly like Chris O'Donnell, even though he yeah. was in that movie, and then he was in nothing else ever. Yeah. Good. I mean, he he played minor roles and stuff. He got blacklisted I, after. But that. he's on uh the new NCIS really? Los Angeles. That's what he's on now. But well, that guy who played Batman, what's he been in since? Who George Clooney? Is that his name? I can't even remember. <laughs> you never hear from him anymore. George Clooney, he, that was like, uh, he was slumming it a bit. That was after ER fame and he got a little too full of himself and he decided he could take on Batman and yeah. And again, he he just played George Clooney. Like put nipples on me, put nipples on the suit. Even, even (laughs) when he was Batman, he still just acted like George Clooney. Just, Oh yeah, we have to go defeat him. You know, I don't, you can't even do a George Clooney impression because he's just, just kind of plain. Yeah. Kind of plain. Great actor, but still like he didn't, which is, I don't know which is worse, like him acting the exact same, whether he's Bruce Wayne or Batman, and both characters are just how he is in real life, or Christian Bale's like, where is the Joker crap, which I can't stand. <laughs> like, if I have one complaint about those movies, it's his stupid Batman voice that is just not He has scary. to disguise his voice. Okay, but really? Like, he has to sound like a smoker? He He's, I think it's It's intimidation, man. It's, so, who's so intimidating? You would piss your pants if he. I would you give him a cough. Drop. Where are the drugs? I would give him a cough drop because that's what he sounds like. He needs. He sounds so gravelly and just. Okay. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. But okay. Uh, I was gonna say that the Joel Schumacher films. I really like Val Kilmer, Batman Forever the best. Yeah. I, actually, I think that's that might be my favorite outside of. Um, Outside of the, the Nolan films, really? Because, like, 
I, I know the Tim Burton films are great and they're better, but Batman Forever was like when I was a kid. When we were kids, that came out. I saw it in theaters. I, I just remember that the most. Yeah. You know? yeah. So it, I'm very nostalgic towards it. But uh, and that one. I'm trying to remember, but that one had Robin's origin story in it, didn't it? No, that that I think it did. It had his parents falling to their death and the acrobat act. You're right. And I think it just jumped. Like actually, I think most of the movies outside of Batman Begins, they don't even bother showing Batman's origin. They just jump right in with him already Batman. Like I know. Tim Burton's Batman is that way, and I'm pretty sure Batman Forever was that way, where it just jumped right into him. Be of course, no, actually, I think Tim Burton's Batman did show his parents getting killed because didn't it turn out that like the Joker was the one that shot him or something like that? In Tim Burton's, yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't it turn out that he was the hoodlum who? Yeah, I think so. It was, I, it was something I, it's been like a that. Long time since I've seen it, but. I wish I could tell you guys right now, but I really can't remember. Um, I don't think we should talk about Batman and Robin at all. Okay. Because it's terrible. Alicia Silverstone's hot, though. But she was a weird background. She was. Uncle Alfred. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And giving Alfred, like, basically giving him Alzheimer's, but calling it McGregor's or whatever was... It's really strange. <laughs> it's just such a strange. It's like one of those I things where Hollywood, Hollywood tries, to tries to just make people believe the wrong thing. It's like, yeah, I know we got it wrong, but we can't admit defeat, so we're just gonna we're just gonna change the definition of everything right now. Yeah, and he'll get better in a day because of some chemical that Mister Freeze gives him that he trusts Mister Freeze for some reason. Mm-hmm. Take two, called me in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Oh man. Okay. okay. The game changer. Do you remember going to see Batman Begins? I do. It was on a date in high school. So did you watch it? Yeah, actually. She thought it was weird that I didn't try to make out with her, but I really wanted to watch the movie. So, of course, I paid attention to it. Uh, so, walking out of the theater, wasn't it just awesome? Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I don't remember being blown away like Dark Knight, but it was definitely good. Okay, I, right, right. Um, it definitely like, made you think about it. It's like, man, that was really good. Or like, yeah, I, I don't know. Very cerebral to me. Well, it was just cool, and like, I mean, like the bad guys were not as good. I mean, the Scarecrow was weird. I mean, he was cool with like his drug or whatever, but he didn't compare to the villains who would follow. But it was more just cool seeing like, oh, like that is a very realistic Batmobile, even if it is still kind of ridiculous. It is like that makes a lot more sense than a car that can only turn by shooting a grappling hook or whatever other cars they've done. And you know, it was a lot more realistic with like how he fought and like how we learned how to fight and the whole like becoming a criminal for all those years was cool. And it was just, it was a really good origin story. Yeah. But then they saved all the big stuff for the next movie when they could just jump right into the bad guys and really up the stakes. I don't know. I, I I got to write a paper in my, in my last English classes that was, um, 
uh, by the way, this is a great teacher, and he let us write about something that we like. Yeah, and it what, but it had to be like some form of media, so it had to be like a TV show, uh, like a specific episode, or a podcast, or a, movie or a podcast. So hey, write about the grit. <clears throat> um, but I wrote about Batman Begins, and it was, I got like an A plus. It was, it was incredible. I, I did so well on it, but I was so proud of it because I was just so interested in it and i i did all kinds of research and i mean i i watched the movie five times just to write about it and uh, it was awesome yeah um, so i really delved into the the film he, he delved into delved the underworld into the text the dark whatever exactly. he does in batman begins <laughs> became a criminal um, but then um you know we knew the movie was good but then Dark Knight came out, and we knew game the game got changed, got changed again. again. Uh, Couldn't even keep up with how many changes there. Christian are Nolan, I, I started watch, you know, started watching some of his other films, and they're so like, he's the he's the master of the twist. So, um, move over, move over him. That's what I piss off. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, um, he. He's the master. Imagine Shyamalan, you you had a fluke with Sixth Sense, but yeah, yeah. Which, he stole that twist from an episode <laughs> of Are You Afraid of the Dark? So it's not that great a twist. Also, I'm watching the Twilight Zone right now. You know how many episodes there are where someone doesn't realize they're dead? There's at least two or three already, and I'm only in the first season. So I don't know why everybody thought it was so mind blowing. I mean, it's Whoa. a good movie, and I liked it at the time, but like. He was definitely not the first. Spo- spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert after 10 years. <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet, I am a huge fan of Bruce Willis, so yeah, I, like, Willis. I like Six he Sense. Haley Joel Osment. <laughs> I really liked him in the Country Bear Jamboree. <laughs> um, I liked Unbreakable also. but uh, Unbreakable could have been. About superheroes. Yeah. How about that? Unbreakable. If it is, if they had made a couple minor changes, they could have beat Christopher Nolan to it, like to like the gritty superhero movie. However many years earlier, but yeah, they screwed it up. Like yeah. they didn't, they didn't do it as well as they could have. It was supposed to be a trilogy, actually. I think that's what I read. Really? Yeah. And that was why the movie. I mean, the bad guy isn't revealed until like the last scene, and it's because it was there was going to be more, but nobody saw the movie the way they saw his other movies because there wasn't really a twist. And so it didn't get made. Gotcha. But he, he definitely and, could have like, and then he moved on to making a crap tastic. The village. No, not the village. Uh, Avatar. Well, the village. Well, the last airbender. Right? Bull. Mm. I never saw it. Bad man. Anyway, the dark Knight has probably been like my favorite movie in the last five years. Really? Maybe. More than Jack and Jill? Oh, that's tough. Because that rebooted the guys playing girls genre. Step over, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> Look out. There's a new person in town who can wear a fat um, suit. Oh, man. Um, I think I liked Inception better. Yeah. Because Dark Knight was good, but... You know how when you hear, like, older people... Or, like, it, they don't even have to be that old. Like, you know, we're so saturated with media. Like, our whole generation has been. Because we've seen movies. I mean, 
I remember us having a VCR as young as I can remember. You know, we had all those TV channels. Um, you know, so we, it, it doesn't mean the same to us, but you hear other people talk about like first time they saw Star Wars, first time they saw Indiana Jones and how they just walked out of there and were like in disbelief. Inception might be the only movie that's ever done that to me where I just got so engrossed in the movie. I couldn't think of anything else. I wasn't distracted by anything. I wasn't thinking mm-hmm. like, oh, I got this coming up or I got that. I was just absorbed in that world and walking out of the theater, I was just blown away and it was all I wanted to talk about for like a week. And it's like one of the only movies that's ever done that. To I me. agree. Didn't we go to the same showing? Yeah, there was like a big group of yeah. us that went. Um, I, I think I would, I would change my answer then <laughs> to Inception because... I I remember not really knowing anything about it. Yeah, before. I knew nothing. And so coming out of it, I was just like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, that was amazing. Like as great like, as the Dark Knight was, it was incredible. I knew about Batman, yeah, so it was yeah. like I already had some idea. This was like a, this out. was an original story. Like, yeah, this was like not, even though I actually saw I read an article that talked about how they took the idea from a Ducktales comic. No way, or not Ducktales, but Donald Duck. Where they actually go inside someone's dream and they try to steal a secret or something. Oh, man. And Christopher Nolan has like made comments where it's like, he won't admit that's where he got the idea, but it's like, oh, yeah, Donald Duck cartoons are great or something like that. <laughs> still, though, great movie. Like, it, like just a little plug. <laughs> yeah. It was still an yeah. awesome movie. And it's like one of the only times I felt like I was witnessing cinema magic, movie magic, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And it was just great. Definitely. Um, so back to Batman here. I think one of the best things about Dark Knight was the music. I was going to say uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Ooh, ooh. Not really. Gross. <laughs> the music changed from Batman Begins to Dark Knight. It was very, like, I don't know, the, the, it was a mood changer. That, yeah. and that's what the music does anyway, but it was calmer and then more abrupt in areas. I don't know. I just it remember very the, well the opening was just like, they just jumped into it. Yeah. And um oh it was great. Yeah. What was your favorite scene in Dark Knight? Um God, I don't know. The scene with the Joker and all the mob bosses was pretty awesome when he does the magic trick. Yeah. And he has the grenades. Because that's when you I mean you really like instantly you don't need to see anything else. Like you know this guy is insane and does not care what happens because he put a pencil through a guy's eye and he has I mean, he's a suicide bomber, more or less. Like, he does not care. Some people just want to watch the world burn. Yeah. <laughs> the ruby, the size of a tangerine. <laughs> but he, like, it was just such a great introduction to the character. Yeah. Even though you'd seen him earlier with the bank heist, you just immediately knew what was up. And I don't know. Also, I mean, everybody talks about the semi-truck getting flipped. Like, that's kind of... I thought that too. was awesome. Uh, but, like, special effects... You you you're constantly having to one up everybody, but like scenes like you just said, that kind of stuff is like will stick with you. Well, it was I mean, real. Yeah, it wasn't CGI. Like they really flipped that semi truck. That's why. Oh, it's, I know, I know what you're saying. Yeah, like, that's I'm, why it's so. I'm awesome. talking about like the 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 magic trick. The, yeah, like you know, it's a little more personal, but um, that's the what's most incredible about all these movies is that Christopher Nolan really tries his hardest to keep. CGI out of it as much as possible. Yeah. Um which which makes all these stunts 
He's the anti-George Lucas. Exactly. And God bless you for that. Yeah. Um, He's a big fan. He's listening right now. Hey, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> uh, stay gritty. Stay gritty, sir. I don't know. Has he been knighted? I feel like he... Because he's English, isn't he? I think he is. He should be a knight by now. You don't have to do much these days. Hey, uh, hey, hey, queen. She also listens. Yeah. And Prince William and hey, Duchess Kate or whatever. Hey, what up, girl? Is. You want to... You want to get some props from my guy? Hey, Pippa. I wish you would listen. Shoot. Um, okay. So Dark Knight was incredible. Yes. If you haven't seen it yet, you're under a rock. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing, man? <laughs> yeah. Get out of Just there. kill yourself. Um, so let's talk about what's coming up in three days. Well, Batman is going to die. It has to happen. Hmm. Well, no, Bruce Wayne will die. Batman can never die. So, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, is he taking over? No, Alfred. Alfred is? Yeah, because he's all upset. Cause he's a little seasoned. I was supposed to protect you. <laughs> I failed. So he's going to be the new Batman. <laughs> I want swore to protect what was most precious to men. <laughs> um, no, it, obviously, if it's anybody, it'll be Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Leave it. How do you say his last name? Leave it, yeah. Uh... What do you think about Anne Hathaway being in this? Uh, it takes me out of the trailer. Like, whenever I'm watching it, whenever she's on camera, it kind of takes me out of the movie because I'm not a huge fan of her. And whenever I see her, it's like, why is she in this? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't feel that way about any other characters. I and, know. I mean, like, they've had plenty of well-known characters. I mean, they had Morgan Freeman in the movies. But somehow, like, she is the one that whenever I see her... It just completely takes me out of the moment. And I'm like, why is the girl who bombed hosting the Oscars in this movie? Like, I don't know. It's weird. I'm just hoping that he'll, you know, Chris Nolan will prove us right. Uh, prove himself right again. Yeah. Because I know we shouldn't mistrust him. Yeah. Also, but like my thing is no matter who it is, I'm not big on Catwoman. I never really have been. And between like the weird leather dominatrix Catwoman that who was it? Michelle Pfeiffer did. Yeah. Batman returns. And then the Halle Berry movie, like Catwoman just had a weird run Mm -hmm. and nobody can really seem to do her that well. Even in like Batman year one, Catwoman has a small part, but like I was kind of hoping I really didn't even want her in there. Yeah. I was surprised for a few scenes. I was just kind of like, I could do without this easily. Uh-huh. And if you cut out her scenes, the entire book would be fine because she really doesn't have that much of an impact. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm really pumped. I turned my final project in that day. Yeah. I'm going to go home. I'm going to drink a 12 pack of beer by myself. Entire 12. pack. You can join me. When I get home from work. Um, I will. And then we're going to go see this most anticipated film. Might pass out during the movie. I might. I'm gonna down a case. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. We'll see about that. But yeah, it's a big day for me, regardless. Yeah. Um, His first beer. I posted a picture on Instagram recently, or just today, and it it's a, my school calendar counting down to when I turn my thesis in. Yeah. I think I got a bunch of likes about it, and Brick Acton just <laughs> he he liked it, but then he said. 
I originally liked this believing you were counting down to Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to tell him I, I am, but I just forgot to got to say that. Yeah. Um <laughs> so anyway. Uh coming out this Friday, July twentieth, Christopher Nolan brings his brings the heat in the end of the trilogy. Brings the trilogy home. Yep. Wraps it all up. Um I imagine we'll probably give a, uh, you know, an end briefing after this movie. We'll talk about it next week. Yeah, a little not, bit. Not for too long. I don't want to spoil anything. Um, but you really need to go see it. So, uh, anything else you want to say about the Dark Knight? Uh, no, not that I can think of. Anne Hathaway sucks. Back to you. <laughs> All right. Well. This has been another episode of The Grit. Um, little plug session here. Please go to thegritpodcast.com. Click on our Amazon links. Uh, click on our what, you're, what we're reading, what we're watching section. Um, hopefully you can you know, find some things that are a little similar to what we're reading and watching. Um, Get something Batman themed. Exactly. Please follow us on Twitter at The Grit. And look for us on Facebook. And uh, I don't know. Send us some emails. Yeah. Let us know what you think. Do, us, use, do user questions. We'll answer them live. Exactly. On air. Write us a review on iTunes. Give us some five stars, please. Yeah. And uh, Or what? whatever stars you think are appropriate. We don't want to force your hand. We don't want to, but it'd be nice. Just That's all we're saying. Nothing less than three, though. Because then what's the point? Yeah. Just don't, like, don't just, rate it. Exactly. Just move on to something different. Now that I've said this, you know Jim's going to give us <laughs> a one-star review. Um, thanks for listening again. And uh, you want to give a shout-out to anybody? Uh, Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> no, My I, dog. Nobody. Uh, anyway, this has been The Grit. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bang, Rick. <laughs>